Get the little ones, sit back, relax, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. Now, Dakota Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda. The Red Panda, mysterious champion of law and order, continues his fight for freedom and his country deep behind enemy lines. Stripped of his mask, his past, and even his identity, his battle against the forces of darkness and oppression is aided by a valiant band of his most trusted agents. Together, they take the battle to those who would be conquerors, that all who oppress or enslave free people might face the justice of the Red Panda. This episode, Island of the Damned. Where is he? Through here. I'm surprised the resistance sent for us over this. I've talked with him. He's very persuasive. And why do I need to talk to him? Because he won't tell me very much. But there's one thing quite clear: he's not here for Parker's Rangers. He's here for the Red Panda. That again, Captain? How many times do I have to tell you? You have no idea who that is. Yes. That has come up once or twice, Lieutenant. And you yourself told me months ago that Australian agent McSweeney said that he'd worked with the Red Panda when I was locked up in a gulag with you. Yes, I can't explain it, Fenwick. If we really had the Red Panda in our unit, we'd know it, and so would all of Nazi Germany. Most of me is sure of that. And the rest of you is just as sure that we do. And it's you. But Captain, I don't know why you fight this the way you do, Lieutenant. But Mac and Ace and the others—they're dead certain that you are who they think you are. Sometimes I think that faith is the only thing that's kept them going all these months. And even you can't offer me a better explanation for some of the things that you do. So this is the most reasonable theory. It doesn't matter. Allied command has all but given us to the French resistance. The French resistance say that this is important, and here we are. He's alone. He's unarmed, and you're going to find out what he knows and how it can help us. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Hello, dear boy. You are a sight for sore eyes, even if you do look quite miserable. I do hope I didn't make too much trouble for you. No, it's no trouble. I noticed your captain is one of your own agents, Parker, isn't it? Sounds socially awkward. Still, nothing a little hypnosis can't cure. A little, if I might say, dear boy. You don't seem terribly surprised to see me. Given the circumstances, it's almost flattering. If I could just ask a question, how did I survive? <laughs> Trapped within the pocket dimension, I was beyond the normal physical reality, outside of normal time. The collected magics housed with me in what I had thought to be my tomb created an aura of collective energy. Which rejuvenated me over what felt like centuries. Ah, 
Yes, if I could... When I awoke and emerged from the construct, the artifacts burst forth, scattering throughout the world and creating a new age of magic. A new age... Oh, do not fear, old friend. The relics were by then well beyond the grasp of Nazi talons. I found myself many decades into your future, about which I ought not to say too much beyond the fact that... Kim Fenwick says to say hello. Kim Fenwick. The Red Squirrel. Yes. We met and formed an uneasy alliance of sorts in dealing with the repercussions of the return of mystic energies to the material plane. If I could just interrupt. Yes? Who in the name of God are you? But you must. I admit. I emerged from my tomb a young man once more. This shape that you see is the product of a spell intended to make me recognizable to you, while not being rather obviously the last living fugitive from the occult war. The stranger. Master of magic. Ah, now I understand. You're mad. It's all right, I feel that way myself. You really do have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? I understood that last bit, actually, but otherwise, no. Let me look at you. Oh, dear me. What have you done to yourself? That? That's just a scratch. Uh, be still. I suppose you had a good reason for splintering your consciousness with all the grace of an airborne brick? I suppose I must have. You are August Fenwick. That's what they tell me. It seems reasonable. You are also the Red Panda. If there were such a person, I assure you I would not be him. Do you know why you remember so very little? Why even your own name sounds hollow to your ears? I expect I hit my head. You turned your back on August Fenwick and his world long ago. You dedicated your life to justice, to an ideal... To a never-ending battle against the forces of darkness. And now you survive as the thin character sketch you used to keep up appearances. The useless fop in the middle of a battlefield. The useless fop has been doing quite well for himself, thank you. Yes, and you never thought to wonder how that is. Tell me, do you see it in your dreams? My dreams... You have been running from it. Running from yourself. What do you see in your dreams? A crimson mask? A race over the rooftops? I see. I mean... I keep seeing... Dreaming of this most extraordinary girl. Kit Baxter. The flying squirrel. Your partner. Your wife, too, if that helps to motivate you to live. Well, every little bit helps. This is beyond my power to repair. You yourself have constructed this nightmare, and you alone have provided the means to awake from it. But what it might be, I cannot imagine. Oh, good. You begin to believe me? I believed you the moment you opened your mouth. That's the problem. I believe these things in spite of myself. And that means I must be mad. The day will come when you must believe, boy. You must believe with all your heart, or all will be lost. 
Well, let's hope that day isn't today. So, stranger, how can I help you? This all sounds pretty crazy to me. Raise your hand if you've fought zombies before. Well, that's unanimous. Yeah, but those were Professor Zombie's undead goons. It's pretty reasonable to assume the Nazis would try the same thing, though, Ace. I'm so glad I found you, gentlemen. Anyone else would require far too much persuading. Okay, I can deal with the whole monster thing. The time travel part is bothering me. Well, that's unanimous, too. I can tell you no more than I have. Merely that in what is to you the future, I came across certain documents. Part of the very sketchy records of this secret little part of the war. I knew at once that the only possible hope humanity had to overcome the evil that I learned of was if I used the time platform to travel back to you. And this zombie island? That's it? Is ah, it? Ah, No. There were several possible targets. Emanations of tremendous otherworldly power so vast they could be seen from the time stream. I guessed wrong and ended up here. Okay, so even if we live through this, the big bad is still out there waiting for us? Well, unless we all die today, I suppose. Good, Good times. times. Quiet, bozos. Go ahead, Mr. Falcone. The island is little more than a patch of rock off the coast of Brittany. Little on it to support life. But it has become home for the most vile of life without life. The walking dead. Risen from cold silence to tear the life from others. All in the name of their dark master. Undead Nazi shock troops. Brother. What about you, sir? You've heard more about this than the rest of us. What do you think? I think it would be the strangest thing that I have ever seen, but only just. And if there is even a chance that it is true, we don't have much choice, do we? All right, Rangers. Let's move out. Report. Jeez Louise, Andy, can you not sneak up on me like that? We're spying on a secret Nazi base, Private. What would you like me to do? Whistle? Secret Nazi base my ear. I've been watching that rock two days now. A few dozen fishing huts, that's all I can see. And not a soul moving. Not by day, anyhow. Cap, I ain't complaining about a nice soft assignment. Lying in the mud watching the surf is pretty timid stuff by our standards, but there's nothing going on out there. Think so, Ace? Look again. Holy cats! A U-boat! Right off the shore of that hunk of rock... Where did that come from? Looks like they're getting a launch ready. Your fishing huts are about to get some important visitors. Captain. I see it. First sign of life we've seen, and it's a doozy. What does that tell us? Not much. Hey, so those binoculars powerful enough to let you see what's being transported to the island? Maybe. Maybe just. Hang on. Well, Lieutenant, any theories? Let us say... For the sake of argument, that the Nazis really are trying to raise the dead, and more importantly, meeting with some level of success. Why use an island? Why not an underground bunker or complex of some kind? Because whatever's on that island, they're not sure they can control it. Or contain it. And it can't swim. It may be a pathogen, 
A contagion of some kind that removes life energy, leaving behind a shell that can be manipulated. Professor Zombie had a chemical that worked like that. If you say so. In any case, a germ or a chemical would require a fresh supply of subjects to process living subjects. And we see no sign of life on that island. I think they're loading the cargo, Lieutenant. Let me see. There is another possibility. Which is... Let us further assume this Mr. Falcone is what he claims to be, a time-traveling sorcerer of some kind. I can't vouch for the time travel, but the stranger I met used magic all right. It could be him. Splendid. Both the pathogenic and biochemical theories are based, at least in principle, in science, subjecting the living to treatments that make them akin to the ambulatory dead. If you say so. So what does that have to do with our Mr. Magic... How does that create a massive surge of otherworldly energy? You don't really want an answer to that, do you? Ace. I'm not suggesting that I believe a word of this, gentlemen. I'm not for an instant trying to tell you the Nazis actually have some hocus-pocus that can reanimate people who are actually dead. But they do seem to be loading a boat full of corpses to transport to that island. What? Look for yourself. So what does it mean? It means that either they're crazy, we're crazy, or it's the end of the world, Captain. And I wouldn't like to give you odds on which one. I don't mean to rush you, old boy. But we don't have much in the way of time to lose. I don't like this, Cap. We can't just leave them. You can't help us, Mr. Tully. And you have your own destiny to find. Destiny? never thought of it much like that. That beach is too exposed. You two should wait for cover of darkness. Another hour... Yes, uh, the trouble with that is that the spell I am about to cast emits a certain amount of light energy. Uh, not much, but enough to attract unwanted attention if cast in total darkness. The force dome I am to create will keep out water and allow Lieutenant Fenwick and myself to travel underwater to the island to investigate... But it will not repel bullets if we should attract them. It must be dark enough to hide our approach and light enough to obscure our submergence. A rather fine line, you will agree, and a window that is rapidly closing. We haven't made it this far by splitting up. And don't forget, without him, we'll be speaking English wherever we go. He's right. Uh, maybe we ought to wait and see how you make out. No, Captain. If the Nazis can reanimate the dead and bend them to their will, no force can ever stand against them. The tide of destruction they will spread across the earth like a plague will only rearm them with fresh soldiers. If we do not stop them now, this is the end of everything that is human. Sergeant? Never argue with him when he sounds that much like himself. All right. There's a resistance cell maybe an hour away. They should have a radio powerful enough. But just because we ask for an airstrike doesn't mean we'll get one. Use the codes we were given and hope for the best. If we don't succeed in stopping whatever is happening on that island, blowing it out of the sea would be the next best thing. Fenwick, I really must insist. All right. Let's go. Can you keep up? Don't worry about me, old man. I told you, this form is just a disguise. I'm younger than you are now. At least for practical purposes. Well, you're fast enough anyway. Keep low when we hit the beach. Come on. 
Well, what are you waiting for? It isn't like flipping a switch, you know. But they as for a nocturm colatoi. There, a sphere of mystic energy has promised. It isn't moving. I didn't promise you a taxi service. It just keeps out the water. Come on. You mean we're walking? Yes, and much faster than this if you don't want to be spotted and shot. I'm sinking in muck. Stop moaning. Ah. There. <laughs> we're underwater, at least. Look, that island is in pretty deep water. Will this glowing dome of yours handle the pressure differential? Yes. How? It's magic. That's starting to irritate me. Ah, yes, it always did. You found more defenses against mystic energies than any other man I've ever known. The Red Panda was always prepared. Not that again. You're inside a magic ball walking underwater with a man from the future who is also from your past. On your way to thwart the manifestation of enormous, otherworldly evil. But the part you have a problem with is that you used to be a masked crime fighter. Yes. That doesn't strike you as odd? It does, rather. What of it? It proves my point. Something forced you to hide your secrets so deeply that no torment could compel you to give them up. It is the logical explanation. Yes. Or that you are a crazy old fruit bat. Perhaps a few rounds with the living dead will help to convince you. Step lively, my friend. We've got a long, damp walk ahead of us. You are listening to The Red Panda Adventures from DecoderingTheatre.com I don't like this. Don't like what? I don't see any guards... Any particular reason why you don't like that? Because I think it's rather smashing myself. What possible reason could they have for leaving this complex unguarded? I can't think of one. Right. Which means they didn't. If I could see the guards, I could do something about them. The only life energy on this island is in that larger building at the far end. Where the launch landed? Yes. All right. Quickly and quietly. I want to look at these huts first off. Right behind you. <sighs> these are larger than they appear from shore. Look. Everything's built to scale. Looks like a small shack, but there's some fairly serious space in there. Space for what? Indeed. Look. These boards, they're just for show. The wall is solid steel beneath. This building is virtually a vault. What could they be keeping in here? You don't have some sort of... Spell? If you like. When I stepped outside this world, I took most of the surviving artifacts of power with me. There's very little left on Earth channeling energy from the outer planes in this time. And almost all of it is on dark frequencies with which I do not work. What does that mean? It means my powers are severely limited. 
good times. Visit the future sometime. There's magic all over the place. Very amusing watching them try to deal with it, too. I'm sure I'm going to try this lock. Don't put on a show of fumbling with it just for me. I know you've already cracked it. You really don't know how you do these things? I try not to think about it. Can you summon up enough juju to give us a little light, at least? Of course. What is that? It's a flashlight. You're really starting to bother me, you know that? I'm so glad. Let's go. Ah, that smell. Yes. Bodies. Corpses. They've got them stacked like cordwood and... chained down. Why would they bother to chain them down? Red Panda. Who would steal bodies? Other than the Nazis, apparently, but who would steal bodies from them? I do not think they are chained down to protect them from others, old friend. Quite the reverse, in fact. Look. Moving. But they are aware of us. Be careful. They are twisted monstrosities. Life is as hideous to them as they are to us. They will destroy us if they can. I must be mad. That is August Fenwick talking. What would the Red Panda do? I have no idea. What about the girl? The extraordinary girl in your dreams. What would she do? She would probably notice that the chains have gone slack. What? They. The dead. They're working their way loose. But how? It's a booby trap. When we open the door, something we did or didn't do. This is why there were no guards. Move! Now! Help me with the door! It won't shut all the way. A part of the trap! Something's jammed in there! We have to go. Whatever is happening here is happening on the other side of the island. That's the only place we can stop it. Go! I'll buy you as much time as I can! You can't help me by dying here. Come on! <sighs> It'll take a few minutes for them to work free. Of course, I could be wrong. Keep running. Up here. No, no, this way. Come on. Keep going. Shh. I don't hear anything. Neither do I. Of course, I'm not sure that we would. Come on. We've got to keep moving. What happens now? You're the wizard. Best case scenario, 50 undead monsters hunt us like dogs. Worst case scenario, they stop to open the other vaults first, and then 500 undead monsters hunt us like dogs. Well, at least you're thinking positive. Come on. Careful. There are legs on up ahead. How does it look back there? It's clear. For the moment. Think these Nazis would like to help us fight some zombies? <laughs> Possibly. It doesn't really solve our problem, though. Which one? I've lost count. Come on. Looks like there's a window over here. Do you feel that? Feel what? A tremendous emission of otherworldly energy. Bad? Neither bad nor good. Though being used for great wrong, I am sure. Come on. This is a swell time to play Peeping Tom. 
This is really your game, more than mine. If you insist. What do you see? Eight, maybe ten guards. Rifles and sidearms. Two officers. I've seen that insignia before. A black hand, half outstretched. How did you know? It's the calling card of Professor Friedrich von Schlitz. I've heard of him. Hitler's scientific advisor. <laughs> A charitable description. Do either of the officers wear an eye patch? No. Can't speak for the man in the mask, though. The what? Sorry. Wasn't quite finished. There are a dozen corpses already wearing chains. Two or three zombies getting to their feet. And a man in what looks like a wooden mask. Which is now glowing green. You felt the power that time, did you not? I don't know. One of the corpses sure did. He's getting to his feet. They're watching it like a hawk. Stranger! What is it? The creature. It's in uniform. It... He's a British officer. Yes. Not surprising. Even the Nazis would hesitate to perform such an aberration upon their own dead. Did you hear something? Yes, we need to move. This way. Down here. We are running out of places to run. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm certain that I've seen that mask before. The mask of Zoroastra. An ancient artifact which grants the wearer the power to see beyond the walls of death and to manipulate the forces of life energy. Long ago, you kept it out of Nazi hands for a time. What went wrong? How should I know? I was dead, remember? Stranger, look out! Stay back! There are too many of them. They're everywhere. I may have enough power to burn our way through these monsters, but that will certainly bring the Nazis down on our heads. We'll have to get through them and capture that mask. It's the only way to end this. Get ready. Stranger! Wait. What is it? They've stopped. They're... waiting. Why aren't they attacking? Because we're speaking English. Look, most of them still have some vestige of uniforms. They're all... murdered allied soldiers and commandos. They hear the English and... Do you think they can understand? They know we aren't German anyway. If only you were in uniform. Yes, that would have played well the last six months. Wait! My identity tags. I think I've still... Yes! Why did you keep those? In case I turned out to be George Flynn. Who? Skip it. Do you see an officer? I think I've got a major over here. Right. Keep steady. No sudden movements. Here. 
Here, sir. Take them. I am a Canadian officer. I am here to stop this monstrosity. End this tonight. Remarkable. He understands. This is why the Nazis can't control them. Even beyond death, they cannot make these soldiers betray their countries. But they must be searching for a way. And if they find one... By that time, we will have the mask where they can never find it. Major, I need you and your men to make a frontal assault. Straight in through that door. There are many guards with guns. Some of you will be destroyed, but you will finally have your revenge. There is a man with a mask in there. He is near the window. Allow him to exit through it. We need the mask. You may do as you wish with the man. Take that mask, Fritz. No! No, you cannot. You think not? Uh, look how much fun your friends are having in there! We need to move. I think one of them radioed the U-boat. Give me the mask quickly. Down to the shore. Listen! Do you hear that? Bombers. You can hear that? Bombers, I'm sure of it. The captain's call got through. Soon there will be nothing left of this island, and these poor men's souls can rest at last. Yes, I'd stand back if I were you. Stranger. That glow. What is it? Time energy. Now that I have the mask... The time platform is lifting me to my true destination. I thought you were here by accident. Ah, yes. That was a lie, I'm afraid. I needed the mask if we are to have a chance against the real threat. The real threat? Those bombers are getting close. I see a long, cold swim in your future. Wait! If we fight this threat together, why can't I come with you? You can. But you have to take the long, slow, temporally linear route. Goodbye, old friend. Until we meet again. For the last time. Stranger! Wait! Oh, it will be the last time, all right. Because the next time I'm going to wring your neck! concludes another adventure of the Red Panda. This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! 
The Red Panda Adventures, episode 82, Island of the Damned, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Brian Vaughn, Stephen Burley, Kevin Robinson, Christopher Mott, Peter Higginson, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night. Ah, Saturday's Story Circle in the Mutual Audio Network. A time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with adventure, humor, and fun. Speaking of family-friendly, have you listened to Bells in the Bathroom? Catch it on Friday Follies and every other week on Sunday Showcase. It's a time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with stinky puns, odd characters, and bizarre plots, such as they are. Bells in the Bathroom on the Mutual Audio Network. It will have your family going around in circles.